Oh, no one ever thinks about the crew below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. yo ho This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another gameplay. Hey, hope's excited. Welcome back to another gangplank report. We are talking about Low Deck Mediterranean: The Reunion for season seven. We're also talking about Low Deck OG season ten, episode one. We'll have a recap for that with one of our favorites, and we are also talking about Low Deck Adventure season one, episode four. And we are labeling this entire episode a turducken because it is three different shows all stuffed into one. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) And here we are for our Below Deck OG Spotlight recap with Kathy Gilmore. We're really excited to have you. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Hi, ladies. So excited. (laughs) we're excited to have you the og with kg there you go there you go also like much more important than i am you are so important you're important in our world and that's what matters on here 100 (laughs) percent. right (laughs) yeah i'm super excited this og season i feel like we've been waiting forever for it first Mm -hmm. of all yes I don't know if that's actual reality or the fact that it seems there's been like 47 other franchises. (laughs) And like one of the worst that we just finished with Below Deck Med. So there's Yeah, I mean, it wasn't their best season, but I still enjoyed it. Other than the obvious Chief Stew issue. Like (laughs) once Courtney came, it brought it to like a whole lighter fun level, I felt like. Yeah. And I actually enjoyed Sandy for once in my life. So yeah, but I did too. How crazy is that? Yeah, Adrian and I have been talking about that. I thought hell would freeze over first. To be quite, I never in a billion years thought that I would enjoy her. But I don't know. I kept little tick marks on my laptop for every time that you said something nice about Sandy, and you're up, you're up quite a bit. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. I even was nice to her in tweets last night. I'm like a whole different person. Who knew? I know. I didn't have any rage tweets about her this year. But hey, rumor has it she's coming to OG, right? So that's the rumor. We shall see. (laughs) So tell us what you thought about episode one. A lot of new people. Yeah, a lot of new people, right? Like one of those, even if I wasn't doing a recap i would still have to take notes on because <laughs> there's so many but let's start with the top right captain lee mm-hmm. 
it was so great to see him. I feel like, yes, he's back, but a little bit broken. Um, I don't know how much he is actually officially the captain because I feel like the captain needs to be a little bit more mobile than he is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's sort of allowed to have that. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole ad campaign from at the beginning too with the whole stud of the sea, like, can we hire that yeah i mean we have captain carrie and jason yeah studs of the sea like he's more of our like boat granddaddy now i feel <laughs> did you hear rachel call him her boat pop pop <laughs> oh no i didn't that there you go did. and i was just yeah. like "Ooh, i wonder yeah what he like, thinks about that <laughs> i love him dearly but stud of the sea I, I don't think no more. Right? He's got a lot of fans. I am telling you. Yeah, I love them. Ladies I love, love him. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, I was glad to see her come back. I know a lot of people have a lot of mixed feelings about her, but her humor is so necessary. Like, and I think Below Deck Med just now just proved how much we need that humorous take on things mm-hmm. because we did not have that with Below Deck Med. Yeah. Below Deck Med was like a dry documentary about working on a boat where if you throw in some humor, you're like, oh my God, that's amazing. And I feel like Rachel, as much of a hot mess as she is, we kind of need her, even though she actually was a hot mess this time. <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully she gets better. And I don't know if there isn't anybody that doesn't relate to her like, oh my God, these stairs. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. That's a really big boat. I it mean, is it's a really big boat. But... Call a B-A-B, a big ass boat. Right? It is, Bab. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I'll be curious to see what comes for her. That preview where she's kind of like crying has me all cringy, but we'll see what happens, I guess, for that. Yeah, I think that's probably Lee tangential. Yes, I think so too, right? I agree. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Fraser, or wait, how's it? Fraser? It's or- Fraser, mm-hmm. We got yelled at last year by all of our UK yeah. friends. <laughs> but I kept like hearing it different too. So, but yeah, oh my God, love to have like, a gay chief stew as much as like a whatever stereotype that we're doing where Kyle kind of ruined that stereotype I think for everybody um, <laughs> yeah I wish it could somehow be him and Josiah together yeah but I think the boat would just explode and sink if there was that much greatness on board I was excited about him yeah I liked him last year, but I like him even more right now. He seems like he got a little humble pill in the process. And I like that. Well, we'll see if that humble pill stays, right? Because it's (laughs) always like the whole celebrity quotes doesn't seems to go to their head the second or third season of something. So we'll see, but I have high hopes for him and his organizational skills. Mm -hmm. My God. He's a laminating mofo, isn't he? So <laughs> I love a list. I love a <laughs> list. Love a list. Yeah, that's how I manage. So I'm still traumatized by people giving me shit about my lists. But I know. know. Lists work. I about you. I was like, oh my God, lists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if people don't understand how gratifying it is to check something off of a list, then they have no business being in any job that requires organization or stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
100%. Yeah, that instant yeah. gratification of the slash through the line. Yeah. Love it. And as always, the interior seems to be what's going to give us a bit of the drama, right? Yeah. Although maybe Camille's role is to bring the drama inside and outside. She had a lot of screen time. That does not usually yeah. bode well. No. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah. If this was Survivor, it would be the Heroes edit. But on Below Deck, it's kind of the Zero edit. <laughs> Yeah. So we should expect not to see her for very long. Is that what we're saying? I don't know. That's kind of what I'm thinking, right? Well, she's the first Dex stew too. Yeah, like a fish. The first official one we've ever had. So it kind of feels like it could be a throwaway. Like we're used to not having right. it anyway. So let's see if it works. If not, boot. <laughs> I mean, because they're already like having confusion as to where she's supposed to be and when. Mm-hmm. So can't imagine that's going to get better as we go on right right she kind of looks a little bit like reagan 2.0 reagan mm, like a reagan. southern a southern yeah. reagan yeah. but i like as a viewer that wants a little bit of drama like i enjoy her sass let me tell you <laughs> that's but yeah camille i love it i'm kind of here for her brand of drama a little bit yeah. And I love a stew or deck or anybody that talks to themselves a lot. Like, <laughs> as long as they're not singing in the laundry. I was laundry. just going to say yeah. that because well, you hate I, that so much. I really do. Yeah. I live alone, so I'm constantly talking out loud to myself. So I kind of get that a little bit. She narrates her life. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's going to be good. She's helping the producers a bit there, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Little Greek chorusing of my own character for you. Yes. Right. <laughs> and then what else do we have in that department? We've got Haley. Haley, Ariel on crack. I love her already. Hot <laughs> mess express. I love her though. I know. She does remind me a little bit of that charter guest that kept jumping in the water. Dolores. Dolores. <laughs> There's a little Dolores quality about her. But yeah, and I think the age, like how old is she? Do we know? I don't know. I would say 32 maybe. I don't know. Yeah, she definitely seems a bit older than the others, so we'll see how that plays, but she seems like she's going to be wild, and yeah. I am here for it. Absolutely mm-hmm. 100% here for it. Who else do we have? Oh, Alyssa. Alyssa is the yeah. second stew. Yeah. Yeah, she my gut is almost that she's the one that's going to be gone not Camille and only because she just is coming on so strong like she feels she is the chief stew I feel like Mm -hmm. she is delegating a lot but Mm -hmm. I don't think that she's as disposable right because of her skill set right right yeah because she does have the most experience that's why Fraser put her there right I how she's gonna her and Fraser will actually work together yeah like because he likes things obviously a very specific way and she seems to have a lot of ideas about that so uh, I don't know it'll be interesting to see right off the bat like I'm like oh my god you are so beautiful and then immediately I was like oh my god I would hate to work with you (laughs) (laughs) she wants things exactly how she wants them our friend right. Gabby was saying that she reminded her a lot of her. Yeah. That she thought she was annoyed because she had to micromanage Camille. Right. The same way that Gabby had to micromanage Ashley. So right. Gabby's vibing with her right off the bat. She understood 
<laughs> yeah, I get that. But it's like, also, I feel like Gabby's was a little different though. Like I felt mm-hmm. like Gabby was very sort of like Frasier. Like this is the list we have to do. Let's knock this off. Where Alyssa just seems to be a little more random about stuff. Right. And you need communication, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I'm interested to see Camille interact with more people. Yes. If this is just a personality conflict with her and Alyssa, or if this is her bragging that she was happy to be a C student and she just (laughs) wants to do the bare minimum. You know what I mean? Which I don't, you can't get away with doing the bare minimum. Not (laughs) on TV. Uh -uh. No, (laughs) just not for very long. Yeah. Right. Unless you're season one and they won't fire anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. (laughs) <laughs> r.i.p sam r.i.p so what do you think of the exterior so the exterior yeah what the deuce is up with ross <laughs> like, there's two of them that i can't even tell apart yeah, he's the bosun right so, ross is the bosun my yeah. first impression was gary 2.0 oh that's funny mm. mine was more like austin powers <laughs> I like yours better. Yours will make better TV. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Like he's such a cheesy. I can see him in like with their first night out. Maybe he's gonna wear like a a button down with like the wide collar. Like, hey baby, you know. He did give me that 70s kind of PG vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like I see a leisure suit. Yeah. Hopefully they have some sort of 70s party because he is Austin Powers. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't not. <laughs> Let's see, Ben, he just made me shrug. I didn't really get much from him. Yeah, I'm kind of meh there yeah. as well. I don't think we saw a ton of them. They really didn't focus on the exterior too much. It was a lot of the interior and the, the guests. Yeah, Ben right now just... You know, for all I know, he's just like a fender off the side of the boat. <laughs> fender much. bender. Yeah. Katie. Ooh, what's I'm Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> I like her. I love when there's a female on the exterior. Mm-hmm. Not in that sycophantic Sandy way, but like in just like a... <laughs> Oops, I said something bad. I feel like I would have been on deck i was in the yachting so like i get it i like it want to be outside fresh air you know get a tan yeah get the tan yeah hanging with the boys from a preview i think she's gonna hook up with austin powers yeah looks like it that's gonna be delightfully horrible i think involved what is he spectacular way to put that yeah i'm excited (laughs) to find out what part of the natty she's from because she says she's country and cincinnati is not country yeah right but i live in the country and i say i live in cincinnati because nobody knows the tiny little podunk town i live in gotcha so i'll be curious to find out if she's east side or west side oh is there some sort of like it was there like rivalry no (laughs) or is she from Cincinnati (laughs) Cincinnati could be NKY could be Northern Kentucky's right there so yeah but like you said we didn't get much from the exterior so Mm -hmm. but we got Tony I love him yeah Tony oh my god he must be protected at all costs I know 
Kiko. He is amazing. Yes, that's what I thought too. He's a Costa Rican Kiko. Yes, he's very like you know, mm-hmm. from Ted Lasso. He's, you know, that guy that's always football is life. He's like, <laughs> yachting is life. Like, oh my God. He He's just, just so happy and bright and good and all things pure. I loved him. Oh, I love him so much. What I did find funny is listening to him speak made Casey's accent on Below Deck Adventure way more confusing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dorit. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that 100%. But you can't help but smile when this dude's on the screen. Mm -hmm. You know, I think he's just amazing. Like, protect that man at all. Even Lee liked him. And usually he's not very expressive about who he likes. He's not. He's the anti Sandy in that role. He doesn't really show his cards very much. So. Which I love that about Are you him. kidding me? Of course he does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, after a while. Person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm shutting up now. <laughs> Oops, snort. <Yeah>. Ooh. <laughs> that was a good one, Jen. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, that is getting well, edited out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. How <laughs> much more authentic when you leave it in? <laughs> From my like boat experience, you can tell Tony hasn't been on deck a ton because he's wearing a ring, right? You're not right. going to like deal with lines and all that stuff with a ring on your finger, which is going to get stuck or cut or whatever. But Rip your finger off. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, and it's funny because I got a little confused because I thought when Lee was given Ross the CVs, I thought he had said Ben was the green one, but it's clearly Tony. So. Yeah. That was a little confusing to me. I even went back and watched it. So I think they were just a little confused up at that part. But yeah, uh, we'll see. The boat, I mean, the boat is the boat. Everyone's always like, ooh, ah, so luxurious. And I'm like, it looks a whole lot like a cheesecake factory. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a real pain in the ass to clean with all those things too. As long as they have good mac and cheese, though, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. It looks great. But yeah, how about that hot tub skylight? What is up with that creepy nastiness? Right, so I'm guessing, right, it must be lit up too. So if you're in the primary and you open the thing, Mm -hmm. like you're going to see like people's You're looking at hot tub butts. (laughs) That's so gross. I don't want anybody seeing that. I don't need to see anybody else's anything right? that looks like that. That's, that's what creepy. What designer to me. even thought that, oh, this would be a thing? Somebody with an ass fetish. <laughs> it's like going back to Austin Powers, right? It's shagadelic, man. It's a little bit mirror on the ceiling. For yeah. Me. Oh, ooh, even creepier. I hope it's sealed well because that's all I can think about. <laughs> ooh, good point. But if you're sleeping and there's a drip, drip and it's the hot tub. <laughs> Like, somebody cannonballs in the hot tub and comes yeah. straight through i bet you the producers did the walkthrough on that boat and saw that and went this, this is perfect, perfect. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah yes. little skeevers <laughs> yeah there's so many other features that that money could have been spent on on that boat <laughs> yeah 30 million bucks yeah i can think of a lot more things than a creepy butt window and having an <laughs> ass aquarium <laughs> Right? Oh like, my gosh. 
Like, I don't think anybody's ass squished against that glass is a great look. No. Uh, Not going to stop them from trying. The whole boat is like aquatic cheesecake factory. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even remember the name of it. Saint something? It is Saint David. And don't they rename them? Couldn't they come up with something better? That one actually might be the name of the real boat, to be honest. They're doing the real names a lot more lately. Yeah. I just, I miss the smooth white boat of what was that valor mm-hmm. clean looking like the whole italian cheesecake factory like not my vibe yeah but hey what else but i think we got a good season i think we had a good opener we didn't talk much about the guests because they were drunk the whole time oh my gosh the guy puking in his glass i mean <laughs> holy crap it was fireball so i kind of want to give him a pass but at the same time ew i love fireball <laughs> i like it because and he'll back me up like it makes your vomit all cinnamony so yeah. it, it's, you know, it's not as horrendous when it comes oh my gosh Gross. but yeah oh uh, they're such a mess it'll be interesting to see what happens with tips and all that stuff like they were just they were crazy i want your hot take on their weight I saw people in both camps. I saw people defending Rachel because of the layout of the boat and the stairs. And mm-hmm. I saw people defending the guests because they had to wait a long time. Where uh, does the Gilmore girl stand on all of that? I think, yeah, I, I don't think they should have had to wait that long for stuff. I mean, I get that it's, it's a little bit of a hike. Sure. But shouldn't you factor that in? I'd be pissed if I had to wait that long between courses. Like, it did seem like an awfully long time. Sure, the booze was a problem. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, my God. Like, it, were those meals coming from shore? <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just seemed like a lot. And I know part of it was, like, she just couldn't get her act together this day, day one, I guess. But, right, and customer's not supposed to know it's day one. This ain't a soft opening. So. Yeah. Right. And it's not like this is the first time you've done this either. Right. Usually, uh, if, if it's that hectic, I will try very hard not to make a complicated meal for the very first night on a new boat because you're still working out equipment. You're still making sure all the ovens are to temperature and calibrated correctly. Like I try really hard not to make a super complicated meal the first night yeah. out of gate because it gives me a little bit of lag time if I need it. And I feel like coming out that strong or trying to and failing is worse than doing something just slightly less impressive for the first night, especially if they're plowed anyway and they're not going to know the difference. Well, that brings up what I was just thinking. Like, why couldn't somebody give Rachel a heads up for prep? Like, listen, these guests are a mess. This five-course meal ain't going to work or whatever, Yeah, Because a lot of them got up and left and she was really <laughs> mad. <laughs> There's only like two people. And by the way, that's food I don't want if I'm fireball shots in. Yeah. (laughs) It just seems like poor communication all the way around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, we'll give them benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're working out their kinks or whatever. But yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out later on. Are we going to have an experience where back on med that season where the food kept coming up cold or whatever? Like, right. going to be a factor and my guess is yeah plus rachel going up like i love the fact that she presents the meals but my god you have to 
go so far up and down to do that. Yeah. That's going to delay things. It surprises me that they don't have an effective dumbwaiter on that boat in order to yeah. move that along See? faster. It's, it's a that lot of butt tub too. money. <laughs> yeah. They the would The ass yeah. aquarium. Yeah. yeah. We're just yes, going to call it that for the rest of the season. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the dumbwaiter, you know, money was spent on the ass aquarium. So <laughs> they no food elevator. Yeah. Well, hopefully she will get it together. Yeah. I told Adrian three words when we were talking about the show, just chatting after we watched it. We were talking about the timing of it. And all I said was mise en place. <laughs> and Adrian <laughs> knew exactly what I meant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Prep yep. your crap, girl, and you'll yes. get it. Hundred percent. But I was watching last season to prepare for this season, as I usually do. And there were a couple times where she just she doesn't really fly by the seat of her pants very well. Yeah. Like she has mm-hmm. her menu and her her mindset. And if something doesn't go right, that's it. She's like, I don't know what you know. The liquefied meal is what came to yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like vom in my mouth a little bit (laughs) (laughs) that's the ass hot tub of uh awesome well we appreciate you so much i am really looking forward to this season and i am looking forward to getting to talk to you every week you make me laugh you Uh. you made me snort <laughs> it happened. My goal is there. one snort uh, an episode. Yes. <laughs> oh, good gosh. People are going to hang up. They're, <laughs> they're going to be like, Jan, mute your snort. I don't no. have a mute button on my mic. <laughs> no, we need that. We need that. Stop when you hear somebody laugh like that, it makes you laugh harder. <laughs> if nothing else, I will be your constant laugh track because you everything you say makes me happy and makes me laugh good we really appreciate you taking the time to join us each week and cover it because we were over freaking whelmed and you saved our butts for sure well i'm super excited about this like we're gonna have a good time with this yay yay awesome you have a great thanksgiving thank you thank you so much take care talk to you soon all right Bye. bye So moving on to the Below Deck Med reunion, we had two no-shows with Jason and Natasha. One didn't surprise me. One kind of did. What did you think? Well, I think I'm going to need to go see my optometrist because my eyes rolled in the back of my head (laughs) so hard when they released Natasha's official statement yes can i read it can i read it yes our friends at starcasm got the screenshot and i will be reading it to you (laughs) i wish i had a good english accent but i don't (laughs) well hers isn't even really in english yeah (laughs) says just in case this video isn't shown during the reunion wait a few seconds after reading and it will show on this reel smiley face as i'll only leave this post up for a limited time Unfortunately, I was extremely busy working, so I couldn't attend. I was working on avoiding responsibility and accountability for my ex. No, she didn't say that. Might as well have. Yeah. However, for those wondering why I didn't speak my truth, I hate the word my truth, or anything bad about anyone, my mom always told me, if you have something bad to say about someone, don't say it at all. (laughs) We always heard if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all, but. 
Anyway, she lives in her own world. Mm -hmm. For those who know me, know that I focus on positive energies and kind souls. That's what we saw all season. Don't (laughs) disrespect me. (laughs) Yeah, you were the picture of that your entire season. I avoid negativity unless I'm bad-mouthing a chef that I dumped and gaslit or talking about my stew who is doing all the work. These are in the footnotes of this whole thing, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's little asterisks there. (laughs) Andy didn't read those. (laughs) Sometimes a little too much, but we are all individual, different, and unique, except that she and Natalia were basically twins. That's just my persona. Now I have to do an aside here because a persona is a made up character that you present to the public who is not you. And I find that to be an amazing Freudian slip on her part. I like to live my life as happy and bright as possible. Keep my face towards the sunshine and leave the shadows to fall behind. I will always stand true to what I believe in sunflower heart emoji. We all continue to grow and blossom every day, just at different speeds. That's okay. I recognize where my energy is appreciated and it was not below deck. That's not in there either. (laughs) Well, always carry my strengths with me, not let anyone drag me down and keep strong to be the very best I can be. We continue to live and learn. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm not going to be sad not to see her ever, ever, ever. Yeah. And I was talking to Bob B about that. That's a housewife's rule. I don't know if it's a below deck rule. They weren't even going to have a reunion for you guys. So you might not have been contractually obligated, were you? Yes, it was in the paperwork that we had to attend if there was one, but we didn't know until the last minute that there was one. All right. Well, with housewives, if you don't show, you're gone, generally speaking. It happened first with Adrian Maloof in Beverly Hills. So hopefully that continues to be the trend and we will no longer have to see Natasha Webb on Below Deck. I would put money on the fact that we're not going to see her ever again. Yeah, that was not a good look. There wasn't a whole lot that went on. I mean, there was that yawner of a written statement. There was her recorded statement. Jason didn't show up. Reagan, it's almost like Andy brought her on to roast her. He's like, here's Reagan. And then he asked everybody else on the cast what was wrong with the things Reagan did. I just don't get that. But I mean, I guess you're opening yourself up to that possibility if you show up there. So yeah, but give her credit. She showed up. True. That's more than Tosh and Jason did. So good on her for at least showing up. And she was actually canned. Jason stepped down and Tosh went through the whole season and neither one of them can make it. True. But there wasn't a whole lot of new information that we got except for that Natalia and Storm did Mambo somewhere, possibly in the bosun's locker. Right. And we found out (laughs) that Dave could have had a nibble of the Elena biscuit if he wanted to. I couldn't believe she said it. She made me laugh so hard. but she had a crush on him that's because she didn't witness any of the craziness before her arrival she did say by the time she got there he was kind of feral and just that word just made me laugh (laughs) i pictured some golem like creature in the corner holding a picture of tosh and saying my precious over and over 
but yeah, not a ton that went on there. Sandy did stand up for Natalia, which I liked, but she did not give Kyle very much grief for Frank. And when they brought up Hannah, which why people, why? it's been two seasons. Why Andy, why production? Did you have to bring up Hannah? You could have discussed it on its own merit. And if Sandy acted like it wasn't a big deal, then you could have brought that up if you needed to, but we didn't need the footage and we didn't need to go down memory lane because we all know how Sandy feels about Hannah. Yeah. It was a low blow. Yeah. I thought so. Was not happy with that. But other than that, not a whole lot to be found there. They didn't talk about Kyle's ankle and if it was really a thing. They didn't fill us in on what the deal was with the Malta Red Crossboat or any of that. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we're done with it. Yep, we're done. Say la vie. Finished, done. So we can now move on to adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And here is your rapid recap of Below Deck Adventure Series Season 1, Episode 4. Captain Carey calls the crew together to explain the Kyle situation. Nathan was worried the crew would blame him, but Jess immediately told him he did the right thing. Casey's accent, like I said earlier during our OG recap, makes even less sense after meeting Tony from Costa Rica. Captain Carey takes the tender with Nathan to pick up the guests, and they go from prayer circle to butt grabbing in nanoseconds. Radio issues have not gotten fixed. Sweet tea is apparently a mystery to Faye, and Southern people are all very sad about that. Lewis is getting frustrated that there are a man down and the interior is constantly pulling one of them away. One of the guests brings back seaweed to lie down on. Bizarre. Carrie jokes with Faye that the guests want to eat upstairs after Faye completed the tablescape. And then Lauren, the primary, really does decide to move dinner and makes Faye move it. Captain Carrie orders his steak well done, and I am shook. That's just a personal aside. <laughs> the guests want to wake up a sleeping captain, but Oriana compromised with post-its. The next morning, Carrie shows up to tease the guests with the post-its all over his back. The guests are unhappy with the lack of country breakfast options, and the show ends with Jess burning her hand just when an order is being sent back. And that's your rapid recap. Awesome. So in the interest of full disclosure, I was in West Palm Beach last night with Captain Carey watching this episode, and we had one of our friends, Jason Barrett, there. Um, I saw that on Twitter. I was so jealous. He's Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks to Josh and Katie and Jeff for all coming out last night. That was a lot of fun. We are planning something very special on the 13th of December, which is the next time that we're all going to be able to get together again. So I will keep you all posted on that. If you very happen cool. to be able to make it to West Palm Beach on the 13th of December, it'll be a lot of fun. I promise it's also Carrie's birthday the day before that. Oh, so fun. we're going to be doing He's a Sagittarius. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're going to try to do something fun for that. Kind of parlay it all together. But yeah, watching this episode, still trying to get to know everybody a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. Having Carrie give me a little bit more information while we're sitting there is obviously a lot more helpful too. It's good to know that he has good relationships with most of the people that he's been on, he was on the boat with, and they're all still in touch. Oriana was supposed to be with us last night, but she had to travel. So it's kind of cool to see that they've all stuck together, which tells me a lot about how the season plays out. Some of it. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. yeah that pesky nda will keep some of it away from us but <laughs> yes 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 but yeah i mean i think it seems like a totally different vibe without kyle mm-hmm. which is a good thing yeah i think that the way that all of that was handled was really stellar mm-hmm. at first i thought that carrie was kind of yelling at her when he was talking to her about the way that things all went down but it was really i think he was just really concerned that she might have been uncomfortable and clearly she was right so i you know it, it was good to see that kind of play out a little bit more yeah because i saw a little bit of criticism on that end but yeah these guests were strange yeah yeah, they're odd ducks. The alternative title, if we hadn't had the turducken of a podcast, was going to be Holy Karens. First, they were praying before they get on the tender. Then they're grabbing Nathan's butt. One of the ladies was kind of flirting with Nathan. They were all honing in on Carrie at a point. It was odd. They seemed very excited to be in Norway. They made the comparison like, look at those dummies in the med when we've got this view. But they weren't too happy that Norway doesn't source a lot of their favorite things like Tito's and grits and country ham. Having traveled to Europe, you want to immerse yourself a little bit in the culture. You don't want to get the same shit you can get at home. Right, right. There were a couple comments on Twitter like, why are you expecting the Cracker Barrel in Norway? (laughs) Yeah, and it's true. So they seemed a little inflexible on that. But I went back to thinking about it like you've taught me to in that it's a five-star experience. So you're supposed to get what you want. Mm -hmm. So how often does sourcing become a problem? It really depends on where you are. Norway is the road less traveled for this kind of thing. So it doesn't shock me that it would be more difficult to get, especially American style things there. Right. And if that's on the preference sheet, then obviously you do everything you can to accommodate it. But all of our preference sheets come with the caveat where available. Okay. Because there are some things that are just impossible to get. Either it's illegal to bring it in, like foie gras is in a lot of places. Okay. That it's just, it's not sold there and it's not supposed to be because it's illegal because it's just their laws. Like California was like that for a really long time. Right. Where they didn't sell it. You couldn't buy it. You couldn't source it. You couldn't ship it there. Just nobody had it for a while. Yeah. So, I mean, some of that stuff, you just have to go with what you're able to get. But yeah, I mean, it was frustrating, especially for somebody like me who has to go through that on a pretty regular basis. In the Bahamas and the Caribbean, they're so used to getting American style stuff that it's not usually an issue. But in remote places like Norway, I could understand how that would be a challenge. Right. Okay. I was just curious because Lauren, the primary, signed up for Twitter. Thank you, Jax's bra, for giving me the heads up about this. And she signed up, it looks like, because she's only following four people and has no followers at the moment, unless she already canceled the account. (laughs) But she signed up just to reply to people's comments about the show. And she made the comment that her preference sheet was six pages long and they were told to put down everything that they 
want and expect. And they were also told, according to her, to be a little demanding. Mm -hmm. So you've heard that before. Yeah. When we heard it last, we heard it from Chuck and we didn't believe it. I don't know if I believe it from her or not yet. I have to go back and fact check one of her tweets. Somebody was commenting about her making Faye move that whole table. And she said it was because they wanted Carrie to eat with them and there was not room at that table. So by next week, I will go back. I didn't find this out in time to do that, but I will go back and rewatch and count the place settings at that table and see if that was true or not. <laughs> I love you for that. Because <laughs> I'm petty. You know <laughs> I do have to say, I was put off by the tablescape having a fur in the middle of it. Bambi belongs on landscape, not on a tablescape. And it's kind of like having a giant hairball on the table by your food. And that just grossed me out. I get why they did it. I just don't think it was executed correctly. I wasn't a fan of that. The other thing I have to ask you, and I know you and Faye are friends, I wanted to know what you thought about the makeup requirement, the powerful lip and everybody having their hair the same way. I don't know if I'm too country for yachting, but that just seemed very weird. Somebody posted that she wanted it to look like a Robert Palmer video. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie showed me that while we were sitting there watching (laughs) last night. We had a good laugh about it. You know, I, on some level, I get it because Mm -hmm. if you set a regulation, like I asked my girls to keep their hair up all the time when we were filming Mm -hmm. and for a multitude of reasons, one, it's a little bit more professional. If we've all got our hair semi the same way, I didn't care about makeup as much, Mm -hmm. but what I really wanted was for there not to be hair in anybody's food. Right. Really difficult at times for a couple of them, but it's more of a sanitation issue in my opinion than anything else, safety and sanitation. So mandating some kind of an updo is not, that doesn't offend me at all. The makeup thing is a little strange. Unless you're going for something very specific in a theme, right? Like if we're doing 80s night and you want everybody to have like glitter eye makeup or something like that. But yeah. I I would get that. But this was just like a glam thing. This wasn't theme oriented or anything. And our friend, I would Fred, called it Stepford stews (laughs) that everybody had to be exactly the same. And it was just a little odd. I don't know. I mean, it's her world and the stews are living in it. So she has the right to do that. I just found it a little strange to hyper-focus on that. I agree. But the guests, I mean, they seemed like they wanted to have fun and let loose. Unfortunately, their choice of letting loose was a little crazy like wanting to wake up Carrie in the middle of the night what was that about I don't know that was just attention it seemed really immature I thought Oriana's save was great for that doing the post-it notes I thought that was really clever she seems like she's pretty on it yeah definitely getting to pulling the stews from the exterior we've seen them do it for service on other franchises or like will you take the garbage out that kind of thing sometimes helping with dishes It seemed a lot more frequent this episode, or is it just because every time they pointed it out, Lewis was complaining about it? I mean, I think that's probably it until they find a balance. Yeah, I do understand what he's saying about them being a man down, but I don't know 
necessarily what it was they were doing. Like they're already off the dock. They're already anchored. So what gives? Yeah. There's not as much chrome on this boat. This is a tiki-er boat. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot of that, unfortunately. All right. Well, we will be prepared for that. I felt bad for the Jess Byrne thing. She seems to be doing well. I'm getting her sense of humor more. After Kyle left and she burned the Palo Santo in the kitchen to get rid of the bad vibes. That was like after my ghost hunts, (laughs) 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 something we do. So I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) And she told Faye not to get her teas in a tangle when Faye was upset about having to move all the plates and everything. So I seem to be getting her sense of humor more. So I think we were probably right about the RBF. Yeah. But she does like there not to be people in the kitchen. Did you think that she burned herself because of Lewis or was it just a coincidence in timing? I think it was probably a coincidence in timing. Yeah. I couldn't really tell if he bumped her or not. I know that he was over there, but I don't know what exactly she was doing at the stove because her back was to us. Yeah. I think that was just a coincidence. Yeah. You can't work on a boat like that and have that much of a perimeter bubble around you it just doesn't work in this environment yeah so you've got to be a little bit flexible with that especially when you're working around that many people right she can stay at all she wants to that doesn't mean she's going to get what she wants yeah we'll see how that pans out hopefully it's not too bad of a burn and she can recover quickly the guests are very demanding so it's not like she has time to nurse it really they were already returning eggs so We'll have to see how she recovers in that instance. It looks like we have a couple romances bubbling. Mm-hmm. We've got Oriana and Lewis, which we kind of saw earlier on might be happening. And then we saw Casey and Mike on this episode go out and watch a sunset together. So we might get a little crew drama once this charter is gone. Yep, yep. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I am too. It's getting a lot of good feedback. Carrie especially is getting a lot of good feedback online and I love to see it. Yes. Well, I am excited about next week's recap Mm -hmm. and all that has in store. So in the meantime, everyone, please have a very safe and happy holiday and we'll see you next week. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Special thanks, as always, to the people who helped make Gangplank possible. Our opening intro down below, performed by Lorelai of Florida. Music and lyrics by Terry Abbott and Angel Tweeter Frail. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda at Plastic Audio. Our super fans who have been so giving of their time and support, and especially you, the listeners, who make it all worth it.